Hello, everybody. Welcome to the wonderful World of Football Shirts, your uh, podcast dedicated to football shirts, uh, your safe space, if you will. Uh, I removed the term weekly because I wasn't too sure how often we're going to do this, <laughs> but he's laughing. Mark Stern, are we going to do this weekly again? Give it a, we'll give it a go. Let's not we'll make any promises. <laughs> Let's not make any promises. Here he is. It's Mark Stern. Mark, we've missed you. We're happy to have you back. How Thank are you? you. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm happy to be to be back. I'm feeling a lot better. <clears throat> um, not 100, percent but getting there. Um, Want to thank uh, Jake for stepping in. Um, I did listen to last week's episode. Thank you very much. So um, I don't have the shirt, by the way, that he was wearing. I didn't see a picture of what he's wearing, but I know the one. I I was gonna buy it. Um, and then I didn't, which is a fantastic story. I would know that. Yeah, it's great. For those who don't remember, uh, he was wearing, Jake was wearing the Arsenal striped kind of sailor kit, which is one of the first things. Oh, France. Yeah, uh, France. What did I say? You said Arsenal. Sorry. Wow. Uh, you didn't like Now you broke the thing two minutes in. It's fine. Shall we just crack on with Arsenal, <laughs> shall we? I've... I, um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna break it straight away because I, Mark has obviously not been too well. I didn't want to bother him, and then he messaged me the other day, being like, "Oh, it took you 40 minutes to talk about Arsenal." I'm like, "All right, well, if you come back, I'm gonna chat about Arsenal straight away." And here we are. First of all, I've got some um, research news. I did some research. Uh, the last time that we were together, you discussed the new Arsenal collection of shirts for next season which is looking more and more likely to be the collection of arsenal shirts for next season not just the kind of rumored ones and we discussed uh which features on your arsenal training top from about 10 years or eight years ago the little kind of christmas tree design right yeah it is not a christmas tree <laughs> okay <laughs> the term is ermine it is an ermine okay an ermine is a uh, type of weasel or stoat and um the kind of idea is it features heavily on coats of arms of places like leicester and norfolk and stuff like that and also Brittany, kind of french kind of thing um originally it herald heralded what am i coming out with big words for mm. uh when those coronations and stuff kings and stuff like that would wear massive cloaks and it was made of ermine fur and it was like the speckle within the fur hmm. each area that has a coat of arms would have a different ermine pattern and uh the borough of islington who arsenal moved from woolwich uh had that in their coat of arms so when arsenal changed their badge in Oh, damn it. I was doing so well. I researched it all and I knew it all. When <laughs> Arsenal changed their badge to the first VCC, Victoria Concordia Crest, Crest in 1949, it featured heavily the uh, ermine of Islington while still maintaining the cannon, which used to point upwards because when they were playing in their original home of Woolwich Arsenal, uh, army barracks featured heavily, and that's why there are cannons. I'm blown away. <laughs> this, this the research, first time, is this the first time that we've actually ever uncovered something factual? Probably is. I have to say, this is the most research I've done on anything since uh, Red Star Paris. Yeah. I did a lot of research on Red Star Paris, if you remember. This is... Uh, I, I'm, I'm amazed at the level of research, but also just at the, at the actual... When you started talking about ermines i was like what the hell is that literally no idea and then i put it into google and it just came up with this little like furry thing mm -hmm. um that's brilliant that is really top uh top research from you very cool thank you thank you do you want to have some more arsenal yeah i mean it's my favorite thing to talk about uh i was thinking about something that could be quite funny and controversial uh and so i wanted to throw something out there unpopular opinion the Bruce Banana Arsenal shirt is not the best Arsenal away shirt. Is that unpopular? 
Um... Also, I will go as far as this. I would say of all the bruised banana Adidas templates, Arsenal's is one of the worst of the lot. Okay. So is that an unpopular opinion? I don't know. It might be. I think everyone just heralds it as this ultimate grail thing. And whilst, yes, it could very well be, I found myself going down a bit of a hole the other night and I found at least three other teams that have or wore the same template mm. but in different colours. I'm just going to send you a picture of them right now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I will tell you who they are. This is just from what I found. So the yellow one, of course, is Arsenal. Mm -hmm. The red and black is the representation of Czechs and Slovaks in the 1994 UEFA European Under-21 Championship mm -hmm. quarter final against Italy. The red and white is of River Plate yep. to Brazil, right? And then in my personal favourite... Okay, sorry. Apologies. Anybody who listens there. The blue one, which I think is my favourite, is the TUS Koblenz. Mm. Um, and also a uh, uh, Twitter account called the uh, Bruised Banana Pod found that uh, another team that wore the yellow but also wore Bruised Banana shorts as well. Have you ever seen Bruised Banana shorts? No. Have a look at your picture. Wow, wait, that is very loud. Can I tell you why I think Arsenal's is the worst? Please. I think the colours are too garish. And I yeah. know that's why it, that's why it stands out and that's why it's so popular. Yeah. But I, I think it's too garish. Whereas the blue and the white and the red and the white fit nicer. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, also Ipswich or Portsmouth wore it as yeah. well. I feel like Ipswich wore it. Yeah. Um and I think the blue and white one is probably my favorite one there um, because it looks, um, it looks, yeah, it, it looks more, I think you're right. It's because, but, but the, the, the garishness is why it's so popular. Yeah. It's that, like, it's so unbelievably shit that it something that people really like look, to look back on. Um, the blue one here looks quite a lot like the Man United. Um, it does, doesn't it? Kits of the, was it the 90, did they also wear that in like 94, I think? I would say that's slightly earlier, 92, 92, 94. With that kind of, yeah, it was the Adidas trefoil yeah. logo coming up and down. Yeah. Anyway, that that's that's my little bit um for those that didn't ask i think my favorite arsenal away kit is the um blue and blue lightning bolt one ah 95 95 yeah the one that i've got the one in, in the got, long sleeve yeah it's a uh, good that is a good shirt that is a yeah that's of course of that era uh um and uh yeah so how, how, how's that for some arsenal chat do you like it like it a lot yeah like it a lot and now is that kind of the end of it for now until until next time or oh uh, no there is one other thing oh. is that uh arsenal's 2015 2016 third kit needs a bit of attention because it's quite possibly one of the worst football shirts i've ever seen oh it's the one where uh you it's all black and you've got a um diagonal sash well diagonal sash a sash going across the top half of the sash is gray the bottom half is kind of powder blue and then it's got other half sashes on it as well mm. yeah that one we lost against um we lost against sheffield wednesday in the league cup three nil at hillsborough and alex my girlfriend and i went to the game because her parents are from sheffield or they, her parents live in sheffield i should say um so yeah i don't recall us wearing that shirt too many times i think we probably wore it in europe um well needless to say needless to say i'm not a fan <laughs> the worst kit of all time or something i mean it's up there it's not great is it 
it's very forgettable as well. Yeah. But when you look at it, it's like, oh. Whereas, like, you know, when people say, oh, the worst shirt of all time is that whole city shirt from 19... And where it's a whole, whole, you know, it's not a whole print, a tiger print. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, but everyone remembers it. Yeah. Is it that bad that everyone remembers it? Yeah, this one's completely forgettable. Completely forgettable. Is that better than worse than being bad? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. Arsenal chat straight away. Thank you for humouring me. That's okay. Um, I'll <laughs> do more of it if you want. Um, we've got quite a bit of stuff to talk about, chat, chat about. Can we start? Is it all right with you if we start with um, the Champions League semi-final, second leg between Manchester City and Real Madrid? Uh, for the benefit of the listeners, this is being recorded on a Thursday afternoon. Last night was the Champions League uh, semi-final. Heartbreak for Man City, jubilation for Madrid. I We're not going to talk about football that much because both of us don't know that much. I didn't even watch the game, so... <sighs> Fair enough. I did. <laughs> I was absolutely blown away by it. It was phenomenal. Uh, gutted for our friend Alex Turner, who is a big Man City fan. But... This is what I this is what I noticed at half time and then spent the entire game obsessing over rather than the fact that Madrid came back from 1-0 down blah blah blah. Uh, Manchester City wore their third strip. Is it their third strip? It is their third strip, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, they don't have a fourth one. And their third strip and it is the infamous Puma no badge template. Mm-hmm. The no badge badge template. And at the beginning of the second half, I saw a picture of Gabriel Jesus. And I was moderately pleased that uh, in this image of him slow motion walking back onto the pitch, the Puma logo was situated right in the middle of the um, Manchester City badge. That is, um, what do we call it? Built in the shirt. Yeah, it's it's not that word that I used to use because it's more of a stitching rather than a printing. What was that word I used to use? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's like what is it like stamped in? Well, the shirt, the shirt, because it's like that material. It's not so much. It's not the the Man City badges aren't printed in the shirt, are they? Mm. Like it's not like a heat sublimation. It's not a sublimation. I don't Mm. think. It's more like the way that the material... So anyway, that's not yeah, the point. Whatever. We're not getting too technical. Thought, hello, that's very nice. Then cut to the next player, which I think was Riyad Mahrez. Mm-hmm. And same shot, only this time, the Puma badge was placed just below a Manchester City badge. And so I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Rewind. Watch again. Did I miss something and so for the rest of the game i obsessed about this yep. and so as soon every time i could get a close-up of a manchester city player i noticed that on the majority of the time the positions of the manchester city badges of which there are probably <laughs> like 40 or 50 within the shirt are in different places yeah on the shirt therefore it's not all identical yeah you text me this last night and i was like i was really hoping you were going to have like a picture of it because i couldn't I, I couldn't really picture what you what you meant but like seeing it here it is quite weird isn't it like how many how many like versions of the shirt do they have is it just random like is it there, there must be like a print well, what's the reason behind it what would be the reason behind it because let's say if you've just got like meters and meters and meters of this man city fabric Mm. surely you're cutting it at the same place every time yeah the um the exact same thing i noticed with the arsenal Arsenal. murder shirt away shirt from last season exactly the same um mine was different to some that you saw on telly all the players were wearing different ones it might be that they just have it. I mean, I don't really know how the production of these shirts is, but it might just be that they have, as you say, like a massive 
sheet of fabric or whatever that is just cut out in different ways. But you'd think that whatever machine or whatever is used would be clever enough to make them all identical. But yeah, I don't really know. I mean, it's, it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. So I've sent to you some images I stole off the internet, uh, of some different players. We've got Bernardo Silva where let's just call it the Puma's back leg is over the top of the Man City badge. And actually, Half of the badge is cut off by the Man City words. Yeah. Then we've got, um, I think it's Ruben Diaz. The tail and the back leg are touching a circle on the other side, so it's in between. Yeah. Oh, blooming neck. I'm got completely confused. If I'm quite honest with you. Yeah. It's yeah. all in different places. And then Riyad Mahrez is one is slap bang in the middle. Yeah. Which I got wrong. It was somebody else there. But yeah, that, I just yeah. thought that was. It's a great spot from you. That's the kind of thing that I pay attention to. Yeah, you weren't paying attention to the game at all. Not really. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, got, that got to me. Yeah, it's a good spot. Really good spot. Going off um, that game, there is a certain player who plays up front who scored the technically winning penalty. Mm. And he plays with his shirt tucked in. He does... Most of the time. Does he? Yeah. Is that a recent thing? Anyway, if you will remember, I set Mark Stern the challenge of finding as many players slash a team of shirt tucker inners. Yeah. And um, to be fair, he's got a, he's had a lot of extra time because he's been <laughs> off sick. <laughs> so uh, I'm hoping you're going to surprise me with something. Are you going to surprise me with something? I've got a 1 to 11. Oh my word! I've got a one to eleven. I was I was gonna do a um, I was gonna do a five aside, uh, and then there were actually quite a few that I thought of, and maybe what I can do is just explain my um, my how I've come about this team because obviously we were talking about you were talking last week about Bellerin, uh, yeah. We were talking, I think, about Kieran Tierney. And that, I think, is how the conversation started. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, so those two are in the team, not because okay. they're both Arsenal players, but just because that's kind of where the conversation started. Um, and what I did was there were a few that sprang to mind immediately that I thought, these are guys who are, are Tucker inners. And then I had to did have to do a bit of, like, Googling, oh, you know, does this player have their shirt tucked in and and the way that i did it was and you can cross-reference these if you're bored or have nothing else to do um yeah. i went into google images and just kind of had a search for like person x playing playing football and if all if all of them had their shirts tucked in all of the pictures on google then i was like okay they're obviously a shirt tucker in there were some cases where and uh, you know thierry Henry, for example is not in my team um, he did tuck his shirt in most of the time for Arsenal. He did for Juventus, but it seems like in the Barcelona years, according to Google, Omri was more of a an untucker. So Omri didn't make it into the team. You've um, done more into this than anything you've ever done. <laughs> so should I run through the yeah. team? Go on then. Yeah. And if you, as I say, if you're bored and you want to Google search as we're going along, you can do. Some of them are older players, and I guess maybe it was more the done thing to do in the kind of early yeah, 90s absolutely. to have your shirt tucked in. But anyway. I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Yep, yeah, go on. we got Peter Schmeichel in goal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Famously, sorry, famously uh, wore, I think it was triple XL shirts because he wanted to create a webbing underneath his um, armpits wow. to save extra balls because he used to do that star jump didn't he yeah so therefore to your point he would always tuck it in i guess because otherwise it'd be hanging below his shorts there you, you know what it's like when you wear a triple xl don't we <laughs> i always used to get my hands on the one or two m's in the in the team but anyway schweigel in goal uh, we've got yeah. the fullbacks that we've covered already um center halves laurent blanc okay also a shirt tucker in according to google and this probably one of the most intimidating centre backs in 
history, or maybe that's a bold claim, I don't know, but Yapstam okay. is also a shirt tucker in at Man United yeah. at uh, AC Milan. He went to shirt tucker in the The three that I could think of kind of immediately, in fact, there's four that I could think of immediately. Three of them come in, sent, in the midfield. Um, so on the left, I went for Robert Perez, also uh, a famous, well, not a famous, but he used to tuck in shirts in all the time. I remember that from watching him play at Arsenal. And then I saw some of the other um, pictures of him playing at, he went to Aston, Aston Villa. Villa and uh, Villarreal. And then there's three here. The, the, the next four, well, actually, yeah, the next five, I could distinctly remember as being shirt tucker inners. Right midfield, Figo. Uh, and then the two centre midfielders, Pirlo and Gaza. Okay, yeah. Side note, have you watched the Gaza documentary on BBC? No, not yet. Got to watch it. It's very good. Okay. Gaza was a shirt tucker in her. Uh, so he, him and Pirlo are playing centre mid. I wanted, um, I wanted Zidane in there, but Zidane actually famously was not a shirt tucker in her. He always used to have it flopping around. And then there's two strikers. They probably wouldn't be compatible playing together in an actual team. Um, but I've gone Ronaldo. R9. R9. Yeah, the only one. And Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. Alan well, Shearer. yeah, okay, he's a bit of a t- shirt tucker, isn't he? Mark's doing the famous yes. Alan Shearer celebration. <laughs> that, that's, that's for an okay goal. That was for a big goal. Yeah, two hands up. <laughs> two hands up for a big goal. So you haven't even put Benzema in the team. I don't. I don't. I, well, I, I searched him actually. Um, I think it's just maybe it's just at Madrid that he started doing it all recently. Um, Mark, I want to thank you for your due diligence on that, and I like that team a lot. I think that it's uh, obviously kind of nineties players. It's slightly easier to do. But mm. you've obviously put a lot of thought and effort into it. It's funny how one of the th- images in my head was always, you know, when David Beckham got sent off against Argentina. Mm. As soon as that red card came out, he turned around and untucked his shirt. I always remember that for some reason. Oh. Also, there's an image in my head of Glenn Hoddle wearing really short shorts and a really long shirt, untucked shirt mm. for a Tottenham. And the shirt was so long, it looked like he was wearing a dress. <laughs> See, interestingly with David Beckham is that he would not have fitted in my team because according to Google, he was always a shirt tucker in apart from in his PSG days. At PSG, he didn't tuck his shirt in, according to the few images that I have. But Man United, he tucked his shirt in. For England, he tucked his shirt in. For Real Madrid, he tucked his shirt in. But for PSG, he didn't. Look, guys, we don't. No, we do make the rules. <laughs> we are making the rules, and we're making it to how we want to, yeah? So if you've got a problem with it, it's at Mark G. Stone. <laughs> there you go. Oh, cool. actually, well, Beckham didn't have his shirt tucked in when he scored the penalty against Argentina in the World Cup. Okay. Okay, I'm going to stop Googling this now because okay. that is a we're whole... On, let's, you just mentioned the word Argentina, Argentina versus England. So let's talk about the thing that has really rocked the football shirt community mm. this week or this yesterday um a football shirt went on auction didn't it yes it did um, i'm sure all of our listeners that know about football shirts know about this but for those who don't could you please inform us about uh, what it was and how much it went for yeah this was um maradona's maradona's actual shirt um from the hand of god game um his actual shirt um and it souls at auction we could have had a whip round really couldn't we we could have had a whip, a whip round, but it's gone for seven point one million pounds. Pounds or dollars? Pounds. Okay, that's so, a, that's a lot of money. There's a lot of money. I think I don't think it would have been possible for us to afford that. Is it worth it? I mean, 
if you have seven million pounds to spend on a football shirt, I, I would. Well, I don't know. Uh, is it worth it? Hmm. To say that you own that piece of memorabilia is, I, I don't really even think it's worth that. But then if I had enough money that I was spending £7 million on a football shirt, then it probably, you know, money money is clearly no issue, no factor here. Yeah, that's a good point. Can I give you some interesting um, facts about that shirt? Yes. <clears throat> uh, so, some I found myself watching uh, the BBC Breakfast Programme with Dan Walker. And when this uh, item had gone up for auction, they actually got on the guy who kind of co-founded Classic Football Shirts, and he had a version of that shirt with him. His shirt is not worth £7 million because his shirt that he owns was of um, a substitute. He had the number 17 on the back, so it's a substitute. I don't think he ever got on, but that's not the Mm. point. First of all, um, do you remember, I can't remember what cup it was, when uh, England had that Admiral kit and it was really hot and sticky and they had to go and source new kits and the woman sewed the badge on. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, you told the story, 1982. The so this is 1986 and um, the Cox had made uh, Argentina their kits, cotton kits. Now, when they wore them, they were too hot and sweaty. And so knowing they were playing England in the middle of the day in the heat, they went and got brand new kits made, or brand new kits. So apparently the story is, is that they went round all the sports shops looking for a shirt they could all wear. And they found this off-the-rack shirt, bought all of them, and then um, sewed on the badges. If you ever look at the back of the shirt and the numbers... The numbers are glittery. They are mm-hmm. glitter, silver, glittery shirt numbers because those numbers were originally designed for an NFL shirt because those huh. were the only numbers they could get their hang- hands on. So this shirt here, this Maradona shirt, is has... one that was bought specifically for that game. And if it hadn't have been the guy, the kit man from Argentina buying it, the the guy on Classic Football shirt said it probably would have been bought up by a Sunday League team or a school, and you would have had school wearing it rather than... Wow. Which does make it all the more interesting and a bit more unique. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great fact, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I've been paying attention um... this week. Yeah, you've been on it. You've been really on it. Good old Argentina, eh? Now, you said you wanted to talk about something along this conversation. Well, yeah, I um, I saw... Um, you know me, I like to have a look at on, on the, like on the websites to see if I can get a like good deal on an England or on a football shirt, or if I can see, you know, chuck a few like cheeky bids in or whatever. Um, and I'm negotiating at the moment with someone, I want to get your advice on it. Um, I am negotiating with someone on one of these apps to buy an England shirt. And the England shirt is the England away shirt from 1990 so it's obviously old blue very old red or blue red Red. blue was the Uh, third apologies and i want it but i don't quite want to pay what he what this guy wants to sell it for is it a german website you think so maybe is it cheaper than it would be on an english ebay Yes, it's a very good price. And it's in good condition. And I'm just, I I just don't know if I want it or not. It's a great shirt. It's the away shirt. It's red. It's got a blue collar. Okay. um, It's absolutely class. Think about it. You could, and I'm sorry for those that 
don't like this kind of chat, but you could probably triple your money in a few months' time. Probably. Yeah, probably. Think of it as an investment into making some money rather than taking up space and spending money. Think about what you can get back from it. And we're we're kind of squabbling over we're squabbling over probably what is like five euros. He's just not quite coming down to where I want to be. All right. And I'm and I'm not going up to where he wants to be. Don't, but it's literally for the sake of five euros. Go to euros. where he wants to go. I'll sub you the rest. And then when you sell it on <laughs> and make some money, I take the percentage of profit that I paid. Well, I'm going to... Oh, that's good, that is, actually. I'm going to... I I like the idea of having it for the World Cup as well. Because you've now, you'll have now about two England shirts that you could effectively sell on in decent nick, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I've got the 98, um, the 98 home shirt. And actually, um, we have a shop here called Humana, um, which is basically a... Um, which is basically a... Uh, it's kind of like a big charity. It's not really a charity shop. It's like a big... Um, like a vintage store kind of thing. And I always go and have a look at the football shirts that they have in... Uh, the sports stuff. They, they very rarely have football yeah. shirts in there. Um, but I was in one of them the other day, and actually I saw loads of football shirts. It was really weird. And I saw an England shirt in there... Um, and I'm just trying to work out what the year it was. It was an England away shirt. It must have been this one, 2006 to 2008. So it was by no means a classic, you know, a classic England shirt. Um, the away one, so it was red. And it was real. And often I think you see in those, um, ah, it was 2008 to 2010 away shirt. Hold on, let me think. Is um, that red? Did it Come on, let's see your let's see your memory. Uh, cross there, no. Oh, hang on, where are you? Do you have a cross on the kind of shoulder? Not really. No, it had a not like a going all the way um, down one, but just a little kind of like bit there. Or was it? It wasn't the big England badge and the gold numbers, was it? Yeah. Yes. Joe, it in was my that head, one. that's the Joe Cole. That's the Joe Cole volley against Sweden. And it had um, the it had the little blue bit at the top here with a tiny bit of white detail. Um, and anyway, they had it in this shop, and it was nine euros. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy it, but I didn't buy it in the end because I just it it's not really an iconic shirt, let's say. Um, but I thought it was interesting because you'd literally never see football shirts in that shop. And I also found an Italy shirt. Ooh. Um, and normally if you do find shirts in these shops, they're almost definitely fake. Um, but these didn't seem to be the Italy shirt. Um, God knows when it was from. It was absolutely tiny. <clears throat> it was billed as a small, um, but it was like seriously small. Was it Kappa 2002 like, skin tight. No, it wasn't that. It was, um, I think it was Puma. Okay, yeah. They're equally as small. But it was like uh, mid noughties Puma. It was absolutely tiny. Um, I'm trying to see if I can kind of like refresh my memory. I'm just flicking through classic football shirts now. I can't really find which one it was, but it was, yeah, it was absolutely tiny. Um, and that one I think also was like, you know, a fiver or something nice um but something else that i found and i'm kind of jumping around a bit all over the place here but this actually was a good thing um it was a um a jacket a puma jacket um and i'm just googling really quickly um because I cannot really find any information about this. It was a Puma jacket, like a kind of player, you know, the, the, the jackets they wore before they wore, before the, not they, but the jackets that teams wear before they walk out onto the pitch and then they give their jackets to like the mascots or whatever. It was a jacket that was like that. Okay, stadium jacket. 
Yeah, but it was for the Gabon national team. Um, it was made by Puma, and it was like legit. It was like it was quite heavy, and I just had no idea like how. Hey, who's who? How would you even be able to buy something like that? Yeah, and B, how it ended up in a vintage store in Berlin. Could it have been player issue? Probably not. But if it was like a weird thing, the to mind have. boggles. Yeah, Gabon national football team jacket. Okay. So yeah, that was. Lot of waffle didn't really say much. That's but... fine. Uh, before I forget, uh, hello to some new listeners. I said I'd give a shout out to uh, Tetnal Athletic Football Club, uh, one of my well, my new team. There's some people listening that kindly shared some links on Facebook and that. So, hello, new listeners. Hello, yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Hello to the hello. team. Um, do you want some? new shirt stuff new shirt stuff yes i do yeah. right so friend of the show uh reese crabson uh moved from london to wales he moved to a place called landwit major who have a football team he has started to support them because there is local team they play uh in the welsh league and i can't remember where they play but this last week they got promoted very good very fun um they've teamed up with a company called tour sports to make their kits for next season and they've recently released their home and away kit the home kit for your reference mark is the blue uh their away kit is the gray now okay um at first glance these shirts uh are all right they look quite decent but if you zoom in on the away one the gray you'll notice mm-hmm. a pattern. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, this is kind of right up our street because we talk about this kind of stuff a lot, how uh, teams can pay homage to where they're from. Think, um, was it Hearts or that had the stadium in the background? It's, you know, the kind of in the in the blue, yeah. it's the Arsenal Ermine. It's the... Um, <laughs> Udinese with their was it Udinese with their uh, groups within the sh- the scene? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 You're right. Yeah. And the uh, the grey image you can't really see it on there, but if you like look at a proper image, you'll see it. The grey is an actual image that's replicated over and over and over of the stones that are in the church in Lantwit Major. Oh. Huh. That is interesting, isn't it? And that's a nice little kind of like little bit. Now, guys, this is very breaking news. We're recording this on Thursday, as I've already mentioned. This podcast will hopefully be out on Monday, if not Tuesday. I message Lantwit Major themselves because they tweeted earlier today. And I will find the tweet. The amazing after the amazing reception for our home and away shirts next week, we will reveal our new goalkeeper kit. Not saying it's special, but one of our keepers threatened to retire instead of wearing it. Oh, I said, replied, can't wait to see this. That normally I'd be worried about living up to the expectations, but it's straight fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Mm. So I cheekily message and say, hey, look, we're recording our podcast this evening. Can you uh, send us a little sneaky peek? So they uh, slid into my DMs and they said, don't send this out or don't post about it until Monday when they release the shirt. So uh, Marky Stern, I'm going to share with you right now. Okay. Their uh, goalkeeper shirt, uh, shorts and socks for next season. Mm hmm. So am I not really allowed to kind of reveal anything about no, the shirt no, because, here? I no, because just... we're going to put this out on Monday, so the shirt will already have been released. Now, ah, yes, whoa. the guy who's in charge of the kits at Lantwit Major 
um, <coughs> did have a prerequisite before he sent the picture. He said, obviously, don't show anybody until uh, Monday. Um, now, their home ground, overlooking their home ground, is a windmill. So a windmill features quite heavily on their badge. But as you can see in this image, it's a windmill, right? But also mm. they decided to be inspired by the famous Mexican goalkeeper, Jorge Campos. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they've done well there. So imagine a, imagine a Jorge Campos windmill. And that's your shirt. Mark, this is breaking news. This is the most breaking news we've ever done. What, what, I don't know what's happened in the time since I've not been here, but, you know, we're, I'm quite impressed, really. You've done some very good, um, some very good work with the Arsenal thing, and you've done some very good work here. I do have to go and have a lie down, though, because I have a migraine just looking <laughs> at it. But um, that was my first thought was the Mexican keeper. Um, so, I, so I guess I've what, taken inspiration from that. Yeah. Um, from a famous goalkeeper, but also employing the histrionics of Flantwit Major itself. I love your pronunciation, by the way. I find myself doing it because I know that it's a sl. Yeah, that's. I hope the people from Flantwit Major appreciate the effort I've gone to. <laughs> Very good. Like the shirt, though. Like the shirt a lot. Um, so, got a headache, but like I it. I think. And uh, forgive me if they do listen. Like, I don't see anything with the blue one. I like the blue one. Don't get me wrong, it's decent. But I see more from the grey one. But mm. you know how, like, we always talk about how teams find themselves on the map by wearing these garish-looking shirts? Mm. Yeah. Have you potentially got a kind of a shirt that people want to get involved with mm. by having something as loud as that. Think of, you know, Wickham Wanderers had it a few years ago. Uh, we're talking about Bristol City having their really loud goalkeeper yeah. kits. This is of that ilk, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the uh, the, ho the home is yeah. the blue one is giving me some strong Bocker vibes. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, you're not wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. The home is giving me strong Bocker vibes. The away, I do have to say, I like that the with the with the um, the kind of cobblestone. What did you say? It was from the, the church. church. Yeah. Interesting that they've gone a different um, badge, home and away. The away shirt has this more like coat of arms, whereas the home shirt is kind of similar, but it's got is... the ribbon underneath with the uh, probably a, a, yeah. a phrase of sorts. Oh, it just says it just yeah. says major. Oh, it's just the name yeah. of the team, isn't What's it? What's the name of the team? It's it's Sandwich Major Major. What are they called? Sandwich Major. Sandwich Major. <laughs> so, like thank it. you to the guys from um, Sandwich Major. Thank you uh, to Reese for pointing me in the right direction with this team and what they're trying to achieve. Uh, if you have a chance to follow Tour Sports on their Instagram pages, they do some wonderful bespoke football shirts for people in the kind of Welsh football setup. Um, hopefully I'll be getting down to a game in the uh, next season in the not too distant future. Like it. Well, yeah. So, um, ah, yeah. Lantwick. Oh, so the double L is a, is a, yeah, I think so. Cause I've been on holiday in Wales before and it's things yeah. like Slandud no and, uh, uh, now you're just showing off. Land fair. <laughs> something, something Lanticilio. Go, go, go. Can you do that proper long one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't. I, I can do the end bit and I can do a little bit of the start bit. Yeah, go, go, go. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there we go. Let me just. And tour is football, is a goal in German. I by thought the way. it was. <clears throat> nice little yeah. uh, link there. Um, Marky Stern, do you have anything else you'd like to discuss from this? Um. Oh, I uh, no. You've sent me a couple of other things we can go through real I quick. I tell you what, this actually um, this goes off what we were talking about with Jake last week. Um, we mentioned obviously the Real Betis uh, Hector Bellerin 
uh, wearing the shirts. And the thing that he said re that really stood out for me was when you see a player wearing a shirt that is a retro shirt as a fashion piece or just out and about, which Hector Bellerin has done on numerous occasions, it, mm. it gets you more uh, into that person because you feel like he supports that team, right? If you own mm. a retro shirt for that club, you're like, oh, he must really like the team. That's what Jake had said. And you buy it with Hector Bellerin. He pairs it with his dad jeans and his dad trainers. And, you know, he looks really good. Yeah. So um, this week, Thomas Muller signed. It's Thomas Muller, isn't it? Yeah. yeah signed, yeah. Uh, renewed a contract with uh, Borussia Dortmund. No. Nope. Oh, my God. Bayern Munich, good lord, yeah. I'm terrible. And what he's gone and done, or what he's recreated a photo of himself as a little boy in his bedroom, wearing yeah. the uh, famous blue and red striped Adidas uh, Bayern Munich shirt. There was also the Crystal Palace shirt. Um, yeah. And as a little boy, he's wearing that shirt. He's sitting on cross-legged on his bed with his posters and his magazines. And then as a fully grown man, he's sitting cross-legged in that same shirt um, with his magazines and posters. Yeah. And if I was a Bayern Munich fan, they love him anyway. But yeah. come on, that is a guy that loves that football team. I wouldn't surprise me if he owned a few more of those shirts. And I just yeah. I dig it. It goes exactly on what Jake was saying about how it just looks like this guy loves your club. The guy can do yeah. no wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. Um, he <coughs> he's a he's a strong personality. Uh, Thomas yeah. Muller. Um, he's obviously also a great footballer. Um, he's got a great sense of humour. I love the thing that I love most about the, these two, the side-by-side -side pictures is the attention to detail that they even included that little water bottle in the corner. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then, but they didn't have him in goalkeeper's gloves in the new picture. They really missed that. They should have put him in keeper's gloves. Yep. I, I, th I think it's lovely. Yeah. He's a cute little boy, isn't he, old Thomas Muller? <laughs> yeah. Very good. Like it. All right. Okay. Well, uh, let's see how we're doing for time. Because uh, we're nearly out of time. Uh, we can save the next thing to for next week. We've yeah. done a lot of talking about shirts. Uh, Mark, I'm so happy to have you back. I'm pleased to be back. I am, um, yeah, I, as I said at the start, I'm starting to feel a bit better. Um, yeah, I want to try and get back to some level of normality and doing stuff. It's been a weird few weeks. Um, I will say once again, thanks to Jake for stepping in. Um, I know for a fact that yes. he wants to come on again because I think I've got his creative juices flowing, not only for uh designing shirts but also for um talking about football shirts yeah. oh, which also reminds me he i think i don't think he will mind me saying this i did have a chat with him about how much his artwork costs and it's mm. it's affordable for those that have been yeah. thinking about it or the idea of having artwork on a football shirt do reach out to him uh, i know he's mm. got a lot of commissions to work through at the moment but I, having spoken to him a lot about this, the guy puts in so much time and effort to get things right for you, the customer, that yeah. um, you would be looking uh, maybe about 50 quid to do mm. it if you provide the shirts. Maybe a bit. Yeah, what's the deal? You just send him the shirt. You, you own the shirt. You send him the shirt, and then you say, well, you know, I want a picture of whoever. Yeah, on. if you want to do it that way. But if he obviously will maybe, like he did with the New York one, if you remember, and the um, mm. Man City one, he just bought that because it was a a shirt that no one wanted. So he, he will buy his own shirts and do them up and then sell them on, but they mm. won't have the personalization that you would desire. Um, anyway, yeah. 
I kind of find myself going through his artwork all the time and I talk to him about it a lot. The 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 effort he puts in, it's well worth a little pop if you're interested in that mm. kind of stuff. Definitely. Also yeah. a genuinely nice guy, so Yeah. Where's he from? He's from the he's from the Midlands somewhere, yes, isn't he? I don't know exactly where he's from, but I know he's living in Shrewsbury, I wanna say, because he did go see Shrewsbury yeah. play, so that was quite cool. Uh, it'd be nice to go and watch a Shrewsbury game with him next season. I've seen a Shrewsbury game, actually. Yeah, Shrewsbury Carlisle. Carlisle. That's the one. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark, it has been a pleasure. Where can yes. people find us if they want to uh, message us or talk to us? Now you're testing my memory. But they can message us on Instagram, on Twitter, at ShirtsPod. Or they can send us an email on wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. Uh, I am at Evil Genius Rich. He is Mark at Mark G Stern. Or is it the the Mark G Stern? Uh, God, you know what? I don't know what I I am anymore. I'm Mark G Stern on Instagram. I feel you're at the Mark Mark Stern. Stern. Sorry, guys, you may have been tweeting Mark, the, <laughs> the wrong, wrong person. person. It's the Mark Stern. Why am I not Mark G. Stern? Well, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe there already was a Mark G. Stern. Most likely. Uh, you're, There's already a Mark you're, G. Stern. You're the this, only Mark G. This. Stern we need. Yeah, I'm the Mark Stern on Twitter. Okay, well, uh, I don't think I've got anything else to share with you right now. All right, let's uh, let's knock it on the head then. All right, uh, yeah, good pod, good pod. Lots of stuff to talk about next We're week. Back. We're back. All right, yeah. uh, say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, goodbye to you, Richard, and goodbye to everybody else. Bye.